Welcome back. Esther Perel is arguably the most famous relationship therapist on the planet. Her best-selling books, live audience therapy sessions, her podcast, Where Should We Begin?, have helped millions of people. America's Surgeon General Vivek Murphy calls loneliness a profound threat to our health and our well-being. Fortunately, though, Esther Perel is here with some of the antidote and to talk about artificial intelligence reprogramming our relationships. I caught up with her recently during one of her trips to London. Esther Perel, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Here you are doing a whole new show and you've got a new series of your podcast and you've got all sorts of new ventures. You've talked about social atrophy. What does that mean? I'm interested in the way that technology is influencing and shaping human relationships. In particular, I'm looking at the intersection between technology, loneliness, and love. So I want to read you um, some stats. There's, uh, you know, the number of Americans who report having no close friends at all has quadrupled since 1990. Um, what is the antidote to that? So the loss of social capital the loss of people that you can turn to when you are in pain, that has actually been gradual. There are plenty of studies that talk, tell you that many people don't have one person to call when they are in the middle of a crisis. So what it creates is more seclusion, more virtualization of our lives. People have sex, but with themselves or online or in the virtual world, but they, it's not that they're not being sexual. They just do not interact with real life other people. And what it leads us to, this is a big question. Are we becoming a different species? Will mm -hmm. we ultimately become something else? And I think there's a good chance that that will happen. So that's pretty revolutionary to say something like that. I've never heard you say anything like that. I mean, are we becoming a different species? I mean, I could answer it slightly differently. We can live without sex, but we can't live without touch. Mm -hmm. We are creatures who, when we are not touched, we become irritable, we become angry, we become depressed. We are embodied creatures. What will make us become different people is that all these experiences are disembodied experiences, to which I am often told, but no, VR is going to make it as real as real. And, you know, simulation will no longer be a simulation. It will be a real experience. But what is changing is the is virtualization of our lives, is the disembodied practice of our lives. And that is what creates a fundamental change. So what do you tell your patients and clients? What do you tell them? I spend a lot of time helping people reach out to people, have real conversations, be physical with people, go dancing. It, I mean, sex is one expression of, of physical connection. For some of them, you know, how do you reach out? Basic skills around being sexual and physical and sensual with each other. The head of safety systems at OpenAI tweeted on X, Twitter, the other day, just had a quite emotional personal conversation with ChatGPT in voice mode, talking about stress, work-life balance. Interestingly, I felt heard and warm. Never tried therapy before, but this is probably it. Your thoughts? So somebody created an AI Esther. So there is a therapy bot of me. 
And um, he wanted to have a session. He had just broken up. He couldn't get a session, so he decided to create me. And now he texts me regularly. And uh, he thinks that I am fabulous. First of all, I am pure. I'm always there, available for him. I have no personal life. Nothing stands in between. I don't forget anything, and my entire corpus of work is available to him 24-7. You know, and he thinks that what I have given him is clarity beyond. And I believe him. So what are the risks? I don't want to, maybe I should say dangers. What are the risks and dangers for mental health? There is a sense that it makes therapy more accessible, more affordable, yeah. more available. My podcast is one version of this. Where should we begin? But, you know, devices, bots will remind you to take your meds, will remind you to do your, your thought exercises, your breathing exercises. There are a lot of tools that are very helpful. On the other end, much of what people grapple with are existential issues, are complex problems. Should you put grandma in a nursing home is not something that the app can answer you. It's a different set of questions. These two need to live side by side. Mm -hmm. It's not which one will win and which one is a threat to the other. They need each other. Well, that is food for thought for our times and everybody should get onto your new series. Esther Perel, thank you very much indeed. It's a pleasure to be here.